0: Welcome to Fertility Help Hub's podcast. I'm Eloise, the founder and editor, and each week we bring you expert interviews, reader stories, holistic products, and more. Subscribe to our podcast for free so you never miss an episode. Today I am being joined by Laura Biggs, who is the Managing Director of The Fertility Show based in London. Welcome, Laura. Hi, Eloise. Nice to be here. Lovely to have you and I'm so excited for the Fertility Show which is happening at the beginning
1: of May this year isn't it? Yeah on the 7th and 8th of May.
0: And um, tell us a little bit about how you started working in fertility
1: and your your kind of background and story. Well um, it started a long time ago my fertility story. I um, found it difficult to fall pregnant with my first child who is now 16, um, I discovered through kind of uh, seeing a, a few doctors that I had quite severe endometriosis, which back then was, you know, kind of, you know, wasn't spoken about like it is these days. Um, so I had a laparoscopy and after a couple of years of trying, I actually fell pregnant shortly after that laparoscopy. And I was 35 at the time when I had my son. Um, so, uh, fast forward a few years and I tried to get baby number two and it just didn't happen. Um, had a few more laparoscopies, for my endometriosis. And, um, by the time I'd hit my early forties, um, I decided that I needed to to go for IVF. So I had a couple of rounds of IVF um, and sadly, neither of them worked. And uh, at this point, I'm now 43. So I know that my chances of falling pregnant through IVF are reducing and diminishing and uh, decided to take a break and you know, accept that I was only going to have one child. And by this time, uh, my son was probably eight years old. And about that time, um, in the events business, the, the business that I was working in at the time, um, the fertility show came on the market. It was a guy called Jonathan who'd started it off because his sister had uh, terrible trouble trying to conceive. And he'd felt that he'd given enough to that show. Um, and then then therefore, uh, he was he was selling it. So my business partners at the time said, would we be interested in um the show and I felt, well, actually, I've, I've I feel quite close to it and I feel that I could offer something because I've had my um challenges with fertility. So um therefore we 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 bought the fertility show for Jonathan. And once I went along to the show, I'd realised that actually opened up all of the um kind of sadness of not being able to have my second child or our second child, and it made me really really kind of think about what were our options and I kept going along to the older women and fertility sessions at the show and you know finding a little bit more about egg donation because really at this stage I'm 45 and that's probably my my route to parenthood would be via a donor egg. Talked to my husband about it and we went to the seminars and we thought about it and we decided that we would go for it. Um, It took a it took me 18 months to come to that decision that we were going to try with a donor egg and we went off to Spain and I honestly didn't think it would work I really really didn't think that it would work but it felt to me that I would have really thrown everything at my fertility journey and then I could I could kind of once I tried that route then I could walk away from it and you know really feel that I had tried everything and anyway it did work Um, so I found myself pregnant at the age of forty-seven, with my second child, so I have a thirteen-year age gap. Um, so I was very, very lucky, and delighted. Actually, um, that's my fertility journey, and that's and that's why I, I love the show so much. Because it, you know, without the show, I probably wouldn't have my second daughter, because I would not my second child, because I maybe would not have come to terms with or thought about pregnancy via a donor.
0: Absolutely such a wonderful story and it's so important isn't it that people who are kind of working in this space can relate to what people who are struggling to conceive and on their fertility journey are going through because it is such an emotive time as we both know and also having options to multiple scenarios to family build as you mentioned such as egg donation you have um, a lovely daughter thanks to egg donation and I have children thanks to sperm donation and Within the fertility show, you bring together all sorts of options for people who are looking to create their family, don't you?
1: Yeah. And I think that that's what I didn't appreciate before, um, that there are lots, there are many routes to parenthood um, that you maybe have not considered or understood. Um, You know, whether it would be egg or sperm donation, whether it would be through IBF and, and different protocols of IBF or maybe it could be support, you just might need some help along the way Um, or surrogacy or adoption. Absolutely.
0: So, what should people expect at the fertility show? Because I can appreciate that some people may be a little bit nervous or might find it daunting the idea of going into a space that's in person, especially after COVID, uh, to talk about such sensitive is- issues and struggles. What what would you what what should
1: people think about? Well, firstly, I think people should, you know, it, it's a it's a brave and bold decision to come along to a show that you know ultimately it's kind of acknowledging that you 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 do need some help and support and the great thing about coming to the show is that it's there in abundance so everybody there is ultimately there to to help or support you Um, so you will have lots of IVF clinics if that's you know and it's great because you there's only so much you can do on the internet that you can go and meet people and talk to them face-to-face. Um, there's lots of uh, support there. There's you know, reflexologists, acupuncture, nutritionists, supplements, people like yourself are there, You know support groups. Um, and then the big thing for the Fertility Show is our speaker program, where we cover all of the key topics in fertility with uh, you know, the leading experts in the world. They will come along and talk at the Fertility Show. And they argue you know this is not it's not a sales pitch at all it is editorial high quality information from the leading experts in fertility and the great thing about our seminar program is that you can ask your questions so you you have the opportunity to ask an expert your question or to understand more about it so it, it's a day out you know it can be overwhelming there's a lot to take in but ultimately you will be more informed on your fertility journey and be able to make more informed choices about where you want to go in your next step. Absolutely.
0: I had the um, pleasure of speaking at the fertility show in 2019, just before COVID. And I got such an overwhelming, lovely response from people. And it felt like such a kind of warm environment where people are there to help, as you said. Um, you know everyone is there for the same reason and uh, there is just so much information and education that you can take out of it that can help inform your journey and you mentioned IVF clinics but it's also too important to to mention that there are also um, products and support available available for people who may be trying to conceive um, naturally at this point in time isn't that right
1: yeah, I mean it's not always IVF. And in, in many ways, if you can avoid IVF, then that that's that's great. And if there's protocols that can help you or assistance that can help you even understand more about your fertility, I think that, you know, many of us who I mean, obviously people that fall pregnant naturally don't. Tend to understand their fertility like we do because you've had to learn over the years and what, why, and and why you're not falling pregnant um, perhaps as easily as other people. Um, so you know, do you, even just to come and find out more about that, and really, when you should start to consider other alternative routes. So the show is, as you say, it's not just about IVF; it's about supplements, it's about holistic health, it's about. You know just 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 knowing and understanding more about your fertility from a female point of view but also very importantly from a male point of view as well.
0: And there's also shared stories aren't there so when I spoke I was explaining about mine and my husband's fertility journey and going abroad for IVF and also using sperm donation so tell us a bit more about the people who've got speaking at the show this year.
1: Yeah, well, as I said, we've got lots of experts and doctors and clinicians and we're just finalising our, our list now. But we've also got some great speakers who are coming to share their, their journey. Um, so we've got Amber Izzo, um, who uh, is an incredible young woman, actually, who uh, basically took on a personal plight to change the postcode lottery. Um, and she has, has made great inroads in there. So she's coming along to, to share more about her story nonnie martins who um is an incredible woman as well and she uh, she is coming along to share how fertility can impact when you're a minority and the diversity issues around fertility which is is, is fantastic um then we've got not a fictional mum coming along to talk about adoption uh, There's lots of people, you know, that we've got a plethora of great content and, as you say, patient stories. As you say, when you came into the 50s, show, you feel incredibly supported by this group of people that are there, you know, to help. Um, And many of them have been through what what, you know, visitors are going through and have got stories to share. And I think that's really important.
0: Absolutely. And you mentioned the face, the value of face to face interaction. Uh, When people are chatting to experts, what kind of things might they be able to talk about?
1: Most of the stands there will have an expert or a doctor with them. So it's a busy show. So, I mean, I'm not suggesting anyone comes along with a long list, but what it is important is that you can have that first level conversation. And if you are considering treatment or thinking of an alternative route to parenthood, then it can be a really good place to do some groundwork. And you can ask, okay, for me, when I was there, I was saying, well, actually, you know, what are my, um, you know, if I'm I'm at my age, how, what could I expect? And what is the procedure and how, how, you know, you can ask those entry-level questions that are really, really important to understand. Um, And, you know, tell the doctors a little bit about your history or the experts about your history, and then they will make their recommendations about what what treatment or what next steps could be right for you. But I would say, um, and my partners at Fertility Network would say, is that I think it's really important that you don't make any big decisions at the show. And the fact that you you use the show as kind of a fact-finding mission and to find out much about, fertility as you possibly can whilst you're there go and listen to as many talks as you can but don't worry because you can catch up on those talks online because everybody who comes to the show will have access to our digital talks as well and we're, re- we're recording and presenting all the talks on our digital platform so you don't have to kind of panic oh I haven't you know I haven't been able to get to all the talks I wanted to that will all be available online after the show and just really take it in and go away and then start to think, well, what did I hear about the show? What did I find out about? You know? And, and as you say, use the show to ask some of those key questions. But again, don't feel that you need to make any decisions because fertility, as you know, Eloise, and I know personally, it can take a long time to make decisions of what you, what you might want to do um, next. Absolutely.
0: I think it's also an amazing opportunity to meet some experts who you may not normally have the opportunity to meet face to face without a consultation. Um, just, just to chat, because I never got that opportunity before we had our treatment abroad. And really, you know, in working in this space and through Fertility Help Hub, I've got to know so many incredible experts around the world. And there's nothing like building a rapport with the person you might be having treatment with getting to know the rest of the team who might help you coordinate the treatment if you're having treatment uh finding out about the nutritional value of prenatals and what what you might want to consider taking on when male fertility as well as female fertility there are just so many things that you can be educated on aren't there that can really really help
1: your decision making and next steps yeah absolutely and 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 I think you're absolutely right that Sometimes, I mean, I, I had my first rounds of fertility treatment and I actually, when I look back, I was very naive. I was very naive because, you know, firstly, I thought actually it's going to work. And you now, unfortunately, IVF doesn't work generally the first time round that you, you know, to, to understand that and understand more about your protocol and, and what to expect. It's really, you know, what I've realized after doing this, like you, you know, I've listened to many, many talks on fertility now and each talk I learn something new. There's so much to understand, but knowledge is power. And if you've got a little bit more knowledge, then you can start to really feel that you're doing the very best to have the best chances of your success. Um, And that, that comes from listening to experts and being able to ask a few questions. And as you say, you know, it is really, a great opportunity to ask leading experts your questions because some of these consultants and um, doctors, you, as you rightly say, you wouldn't see until you had a consultation. And sometimes consultations are quite short anyway, and you don't get to ask all your questions. But if you can have a few of those answers in your in your mind before you go to have your treatment or whatever route you're going to take, then it, it really can help. Definitely. Do you know
0: what I've also realized is that so much has changed since six years ago when I first had treatment, so much has changed in the medical area and the fertility area, even since I've been doing this for the last three years, and I'm sure you found this as well, in terms of um, expert advice, in terms of, you know, how many embryos you can transfer, in terms of the different types of treatment opportunities out there, it's all moving so quickly because
1: science is developing so much. Yeah, we, we, we've got this and also some great new tech, as you say, you know, it's not always about IVF. There's some incredible new tech that you can understand. You know, when I was trying, my only option to find out if I was ovulating was, you know, peeing on the stick. And now it's so much more technical, uh, how you can find out what your hormones are doing when you're ovulating and there's devices that you can wear and you can use, you know, there's so much more. And also the big thing is, male factor you know that was wasn't talked about and I know that's you know you you know a lot about that but it it, it's now much more on the radar that it's a 50-50 issue and it's not always the female that the uh the issue lies with and I think certainly when I was trying then you know male factor was was you know almost secondary which is is not the case anymore thank goodness. And I think the other thing to
0: note, because we have lots of uh, followers and readers who or people who may be listening, who may be in a same sex relationship or um, becoming a pursuing parenthood solo, um, that there are experts who can help any kind of family building
1: scenario. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And we have lots of single parents who want to come and, and find a route to parenthood. Um, and again, you know that there is there's talks on every aspect and any type of relationship and and the route to parenthood.
0: Fantastic. If anyone would like to come along to the Fertility Show, we are going to be there and we would love to meet you in person. I believe our stand number is E54. Um, And so we'd love to chat to you and and, and meet you in person. So do come along. And um, Laura is kindly offering our readers 20% off. So if you go directly to the website, you quote code FHH. But if you follow the link here in our description or bio, it automatically will take 20% off your tickets. So, definitely, definitely take advantage of that. I highly recommend coming. It's such an um, educational, supportive, and um, fantastic environment to, to learn and feel like you're getting somewhere with your fertility journey. So, no questions, a stupid question. And um, why not take advantage of meeting all of these fabulous people who are experts in the world? I couldn't say it better
1: myself. Thank you, Eloise.
0: (laughs) Well, I feel strongly about it because I've obviously been there in 2019 and spoken there. Um, I believe I might be speaking again this year about our personal story and personal stories go a long way so that people, as we know, um, know that they're not the only ones out there going through it. And that's key. And that's why I love the sort of holistic side of that that you offer at the show, too. So anything else you think people listening should know about what to expect or uh, reasons to come and when to put their tickets, et
1: cetera? Yeah, I would just say I know some people are, you know, still feeling a little bit reticent about coming out and coming to large scale events. The, the facility Show is a, is, is a show that... Um, you know, we take that very seriously and the show will be mainly kept very, very clean and won't be overcrowded. Um, so you'll feel safe in that environment. Um, and, I, you know, I know it's a big step to to buy a ticket to come to a fertility show. Um, it's not, you know, it's, it's not a fun day out by any stretch of the imagination, but it will be a day out that I think will save you a lot of time and potentially will save you money um, because you will make as I said before more informed choices and I don't say that lightly you know the show has so much content across all aspects of fertility that you would definitely come away there a more knowledgeable fertility patient Um, so come along you'll you'll be with like-minded people in a safe space and an environment that you will you know you, you will have good conversations with either people who've been there or people that can help you or an expert that, you know, you've got the chance to ask them two or three questions and that might just, you know, help you on your next steps. Absolutely. And also
0: for people who might be considering treatment abroad, there are options to talk to coordinators and specialists for European countries as well, aren't there?
1: Yeah, that's a good point, actually, Eloise. There are, I mean, we there's people from overseas and, and the UK um, I actually I, I chose to have my treatment overseas and it was a big step, and it is a big step, but it's great to be able to meet the people. And I think uh, a fertility choice is often made on a relationship. Um, and you will choose perhaps the place that you want to have your treatment based on, on the people that you chat to. And I think that is, is a very personal, um, it's a very personal experience. And I think that the show will give you access to. You know, almost a hundred companies who are in that fertility space, and you know that could take you hours, if not months or days, on the internet trawling through. So it's great to see everybody and to and to see some overseas uh, clinics as well, They're all in one place. Definitely. Well, um, I am really
0: looking forward to meeting people in person and seeing you there um, and supporting people in their journey. So thank you so much, Laura, um, for explaining a bit more about it. And yeah, we'll, we'll see you in May. See you there.